What is up, everyone? Brandon First, a.k.a. First Report here, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. It is Monday, August 31st, 2020. And if you're a baseball fan, a fan of any of the teams, the trade deadline has just finished up for Major League Baseball. Um, And for the Padres, they were pretty much um, the talk of the day. Uh, Really, the whole weekend got started, and we'll dive into that, Um, but this is a bit of an early Padre briefing, obviously, um, with everything that has happened today. It's probably uh, needed to kind of go over everything that happened trade-wise as we'll we'll look at, really for me, the three big players that I think the Padres bring in, and then we'll also definitely talk about the players that are leaving, but... The players coming in, obviously, the first one, the, the headliner, is Mike Clevenger coming from the Cleveland Indians. Um, not only is this guy a um, probably the closest thing I think we have to an ace now, um, probably is an ace, depending on who you talk to. Uh, he's, he's had four starts so far this year with a 3.18 ERA, uh, 21 strikeouts and 22 innings. And that's pretty much been his career. Uh, his career ERA is 3.2. So he's right on board. This is not a rental either for the Padres. They have Clevenger for two years after the fact, uh, after this year, um, through arbitration. So not breaking the bank to uh, hold on to really, honestly, probably one of the cheapest, best financial options out there. Padres go and get Mike Clevenger, who's going to bring a lot to this team. It will cost them. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, But this overall brings in what the Padres needed, and that was another arm in the rotation. Another thing they needed was bullpen help, and they got plenty of arms. Uh, they got four or five arms, but the one that jumps out to me that's going to, I think, stick out big in the bullpen, and um, who knows, maybe possibly um, push Pagan out of the eighth inning role, um, and that is Trevor Rosenthal, obviously coming from Kansas City. Rosenthal was the um, pretty much top reliever that was readily available. Most people, um, you know, obviously Josh Hader is uh, a bit on a tier higher than Trevor Rosenthal. uh, Hader was not dealt. Um, So Rosenthal, I believe, ends up going down as the top um, relief arm to be moved. And he does come to the Padres. 14 games this year, 7 saves. I really like 21 strikeouts in 13 and two-thirds innings, uh, 3.29 ERA. Once again, Trevor Rosenthal heading to the Padres. Didn't really have to give up a ton here. Um, Edward Olivares and um, I think a player to be named later or some cash. Um, it's 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 unfortunate, but you know you gotta you gotta give players up um, that may possibly be everyday players. Uh, if that happens, well, good for him. But I, I, I like Trevor Rosenthal joining this bullpen and uh, giving some uh, some foundation to it and a little more um, stability in that situation. The last player I want to talk coming in is Austin Nola. Now, yesterday was a very odd day um, with the trades that were coming in. It, it, it pretty much signaled to all Padre fans that... Austin Hedges' days were numbered, um, and obviously not even numbered, day was numbered, Um, but it was bringing in Jason Castro from the Angels, and then um, bringing in uh, Austin Nola, Aaron Aaron Nola is a pitcher for the Phillies, that is Austin's brother, so Austin Nola 
and Jason Castro both come in to shore up the catcher situation for the Padres. It's a very, um, very interesting deal as they also got a couple relievers. Um, they also, the Padres, uh, did send some players out. Once again, we will get to all the players that the Padres did send away. Um, and there were other players the Padres also did acquire, but to keep this kind of short and sweet like we like to do on the briefings, those are the three that popped out to me that I think are going to make an impact immediately. And yes, I haven't even mentioned Mitch Moreland. Um, I would have mentioned Mitch Moreland or gone a little deeper into Mitch Moreland. However, um, I, I think Austin Nola is a little more important now because he steps into such a pivotal role as the starter, uh, maybe a platoon with him and Castro, but I think it's Nola's job to lose as we speak now. Um, moving on to the players that are heading the other way, it is um, unfortunate, but you, you obviously have to send some players away. Obviously, when you're bringing in the talent like Mike Clevenger and even Trevor Rosenthal, um, uh, Mitch Moreland and others. Sending away Taylor Trammell hurts, especially considering we don't have a, a left fielder of the future or really even a left fielder of now. I know Profar has been out there. I'm not a fan. Uh, Mateo has moments. Um, I know Mitch Moreland played left field in his career. I don't think that's in his cards. I think he's going to be the DH for the rest of the year. So it's unfortunate. I really hope that the Padres were going to give up or um, not give up or give Trammell a chance. Um, obviously, they flip him. He uh, Trammell was part of the Nola deal that was uh, that sent um, himself or Trammell was sent to the Mariners. Uh, another big uh, part that obviously is leaving is Cal Quantrill. Cal Quantrill was part of the Mike Clevenger deal, and when you go through all the players in the Clevenger deal, it looks like a lot, and um, it is. But you're like I said, we're talking about a bona fide top of the line starter, possibly ace. Um, for a bunch of guys that don't really have spots um, on the team. For example, Cal Quantrill um, looked like he could have been a good starter, kind of struggled. Then they put him in the bullpen, looked good, and then struggled. It's time for them to move on from him, uh, bring in Clevenger, who has been more um, proven. They also got rid of Josh Naylor. There are a lot of people who really like Josh Naylor. I was not one of them. Um, look, for me... His holes, the holes in his swing are too big for me to get over. And he's not a good enough fielder to, um, I think he's a quadruple A player. He is that guy that would be really good. Uh, he, he'd be an incredible triple A player, but a very um, average at best major league player. Not losing any sleep, losing Josh Naylor. Uh, there were a couple other um, prospects thrown in there. The top one um, was the shortstop uh, Arias. Look, I saw Arias in spring camp uh, or summer camp, I should say. He looked good. He looked like a really good defensive shortstop of the future. I think he's only 19 years of age. There's only one problem. Padres already have their shortstop of the future. Arguably the best shortstop in baseball, and that's Fernando Tatis Jr. So um, he was expendable. There were a couple other um, guys that were also expendable, but the big one, I think, um, for the Padres and the fans that they focus on is Austin Hedges. Man, Austin Hedges, I remember him coming up. He was supposed to be the next best or the next great catcher, um, and not just in the Padre organization because they haven't had a ton, but uh, overall, he was supposed to kind of be a guy who could hit 280 and play 
incredible defense, kind of like a uh, a poor man's offensive um, uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Look, the defensive side had been there up until this year. Offensively, they had waited and waited and waited. This year, two things, I believe, factored into Austin Hedges being sent away. First thing was his defense struggle. He struggled defensively. Whether it was a fluke or not in a short sample, he led the league in pass balls for catchers. When you're hitting 180 and you're only in the lineup to uh, be a run suppressor, you can't have pass balls, period. Um, And then I think the second part was the last few years, Austin Hedges and that pitching staff have been really good, or at least the pitching staff have been really good, and Austin Hedges has gotten a lot of credit for that. Well, this year, overall, the pitching staff hasn't really been great. Lamette has had really good starts. Davies has had good starts. But it's very rare that they've had a um, really dominant run of games with the pitching staff. That, you know, no longer can you sit here and say, oh, Austin Hedges is is, is now the guy because um, that pitching staff has uh, is comfortable throwing to him. Well, it sure didn't look like it in the first 35 games of this year. Uh, they struggled mightily. And now, um, really, they bring in Jason Castro, who's a good defensive catcher. Austin Nola, look, he at 306, um, has an OPS of 903. Awesome. The thing that does concern me, unfortunately, only one for 14 against base stealers. Um, doesn't have a big arm. We will see how this all uh, shakes out, and we're going to see very quickly. I expect um, Nola... Castro and Moreland, or I'm sorry, Nola and Moreland to be in the lineup, Castro to be kind of on the bench, um, and we might see Rosenthal or any of the three other pitchers that I did not um, go over tonight, and very soon we will see Mike Clevenger, and the last thing I'll leave you with is there's a tweet going around out there, and it's a picture of Mike Clevenger, and he's got the long hair, and he looks stoned, and you know, it's the, the, the pick, the, the Caption is, you know, is there ever been a player that looks more ready to go to San Diego? Uh, and more importantly, or more specifically, uh, OB. And believe me, if you're in San Diego, you know OB and you're laughing to yourself right now. So thank you all for listening to this trade deadline special Padre briefing. My name is Brandon First, a.k.a. First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. Thank you all again for listening. Now, go wash your hands and stop hating.